Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. There's glory in the legends of this hard-muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. All I know is, you mess with me, you got problems. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Thanks for being with us on a Friday, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Get your fake sponsors in for Sprague the Line coming up at 8.30. We'll do some gambling at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but we're talking a lot of Oregon-UCLA. It's a big game on the fan, of course, tomorrow. We're going to be down there doing the pregame show, and the guy that's going to be with me, uh, other than Dusty Harris, the one and only Anthony Newman. Q, the OG number eight. And, uh, Anthony, first off, good morning to you. Thanks for getting up early. You texted me last night at 1.30, so I know you didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Uh, I got to start, though, buddy. You, you're game planning for Lake Ridge tonight. I don't know if you know this. There is a Swigard on Lake Ridge's team. There's number nine. It's yeah. Jay Swigard. So, like, give me the scouting report. What stands out about Lake Ridge? What are you seeing about the Swigard family on the football field? Hey, this is going to be a tough battle for us. You know, they 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 run. Spencer Phillips, the 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 head coach, he's the offensive coordinator. He runs a lot of different formations. Uh, they do a lot of eye candy. Uh, they they run the ball well. They throw the ball well. Uh, Jason, he's he plays tight end, uh, kind of kind of receiver type. Uh, good football player. So we got to come play, you know. We have some dudes though. <laughs> we we got some dudes at Westland though. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a fun game. <laughs> you know, Anthony, I said this a couple weeks ago. You'll enjoy this. I said, uh, you know, these coaches they have no work life balance. If I'm a coach, I'm working ten hours and I'm calling it good, and and we'll be ready to go. You're coaching high school and you're staying up till one a.m. What is wrong with you guys? You guys are all sickos. <laughs> Hey, that's hey, that's just it's football, man. I love the game, yeah. and I want to have I want to make sure my kids have success. So I want to give them information. I want to provide them stuff 
that they can, you know, use on the field and 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 uh, and be successful at it. So I, I'll do all the work. I'll stay up all night, you know, getting those indicators and tendencies and and give it to them, and and they can go and they can go ball out. I love it, man. You would have been a great high school coach to play for. So good luck tonight against Lakeridge. We had to, we had to start there. Let's get to the big game tomorrow, Q. We're going to be down there uh, doing the pregame show. Game day is going to be in town. I mean, top ten matchup at Autzen doesn't get much better than this. I want to start with an angle that we haven't really talked much about this week, and that is that both teams are coming off a bye. So I, I love that they're going to be fresh, yeah. and one team doesn't have an advantage over the other in that regard. But from your experience as a coach or as a player, either in college or the NFL, like how beneficial was that in, A, not only like getting healthy and getting rest, but, B, like I've heard from a lot of coaches this week about the self-scouting and the things that you could do to go over your film and, and see if you can find those tendencies maybe or weaknesses that hadn't shown up earlier. How beneficial were buys for you as a coach or as a player? You know, it's funny. It's 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 really beneficial beneficial because when you have that buy, you have that extra time to find out all about that other team. Because you have more time to do that. You don't have a week. You got two weeks, uh, and then you can get healthy. But here's the thing: a lot of times when when teams come off a buy, they're a little rusty. They they don't play real well that first quarter. They make some mistakes. And in this football game, it's the team that makes the most mistakes is going to lose. This this team is – both teams are, are – they can run the football, they can throw the football, they can score points, they both have a good defense. But if you start making mistakes and you start giving the ball away and, and you do the things that you shouldn't do that's going to hurt your team, you're going to fall behind. And you don't want to fall behind in this game. So, yeah, the bye week is great. You can get healthy. But when you come out that first quarter, you better be on point because if you're not, then it's going to hurt you in, in the fourth quarter. Well, what is a day like tomorrow typically like for a player or even a, a coach, I guess? Because this was a game that you know, Dirt was complaining earlier. He's like, this should be a 5 o'clock kick. It's ridiculous. It's probably the biggest game in college football. It should be prime time. Oregon's wearing pink and black, which looks great under the lights. But in the day, I, I don't know how it looks. <laughs> and so like, I'm kind of just curious from the football player angle here. Five o'clock kick. It's like USC Utah last weekend. It's a dangerous, hostile environment in the night, but Utah in the day isn't quite the same as when those lights get turned on. I think Otson's going to be loud and ready, but what's it like for the player to have to kick at twelve thirty versus getting ready for a five o'clock kick? Well, I love twelve thirty, and that's all I knew was twelve thirty because you just get up and you go play football. That's what you want to do. You don't want to get up and watch these other teams play because you're you're getting you know you're jealous. You're going, oh, I want to get out there, and you're sitting around walking around. You're pacing in your room. Uh, the coaches are having meetings. Like we don't need to meet. Let's just go play football. And so when you get up at twelve thirty, or when you get up at what nine to go play at twelve thirty. You get it done, and then when you win, you get you get to relax and go watch the other games. <laughs> you know, so that they that's what they want. They want to get up and just go play football and get this game over with, and just the excitement of this game, the build up. You're like, okay, are we gonna play? Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I, I like the twelve thirty games. Now maybe some guys, I don't know, they might like the the, the late games because they want to sleep in a little bit. But you don't, you can't sleep in. Matter of fact, it's it's kind of crazy because the late games, the coaches wake you up earlier because they want you to get up to walk to walk around and move around to get going so the twelve thirty games that, that's, a, that's a good time to fly yeah this is the old, the q kickoff time right twelve thirty every weekend oh, yeah. maybe back in the day we're yeah. talking with anthony newman og number eight uh a, a duck legend and uh on the pregame show with us every saturday and you can hear that tomorrow on the fan from 8 a.m 
until 10:30. You know, we we've talked about about Oregon's defense this year, Anthony, and I. The numbers are pretty good against the run. I'm curious just what you're seeing and, and what they're doing in that regard. How you feel about a guy like Justin Flo, who is going to need to play a big impact this weekend, right? Because we know how well UCLA can run the football. But then on top of that. Just what you're seeing from the secondary. You're a secondary guy. Uh, this is a, you know you got a guy like Bridges who struggled a little bit at that QB two spot. You've seen Dante Manning and Julio Florence start to take a few more snaps, and then you just use a little more rotation. Uh, but what are you seeing from Oregon's defense, and just how they you think they're going to match up against UCLA this weekend? Well, it's funny you asked about the defense. I think this game is going to come down to who who plays the better defense, what team makes the most plays or gets the most stops on defense and give that give the offense the ball back. Oregon can play defense. Oregon has a lot of dudes, uh, but they're going to be challenged. And Chip Kelly, he knows how to scout his opponent. He knows what advantages and matchups he wants to take advantage of. The linebackers, Oregon has some great linebackers, run linebackers. I think Chip Kelly is going to take advantage of the Oregon linebackers in the passing game, make them cover people, make them cover space, see what they can do in space. That scares me a little bit. In the passing game, you know, uh, you know UCLA has a good passing game. Uh, but Oregon has some DBs. Now, you know, Chip Kelly may find some holes in that passing game, and he may stay away from the guys like Gonzalez who can play. But at the same time, when you have an experienced quarterback, a DTR, for UCLA, the guy's experienced. I mean, he's played five years for Chip <laughs> Kelly. That's kind of scary. I mean, it really is because – you know, you have an Oregon defense that's new. You have a bunch of guys who are playing together. They're kind of new. You've got a new coaching staff. And Chip Kelly and DTR has been together for a long time. So on paper, that kind of looks like, oh, man, I, I don't know about that. But when you look at the Oregon defense, there's a lot of playmakers. That's the key. There's a ton of playmakers. And if you get in there and start making plays for four quarters, then it, what what looks like on paper doesn't matter. It's on the field when guys are making plays. That's what matters. Does a guy like you, who's had all these ties to Oregon, your career there, the relationships you've built over the years? I mean, it wasn't like for a long time Oregon had a, a you know this turnstile of coaches coming in and out. For a long time, it was consistency, and you know Chip ended up leaving, yeah. but Chip comes in and, and elevates a program to heights. You know, I've already heard Chip say, you know, there's no emotion for me. We're coming, we're playing, we're leaving. That's kind of it for him, and he's not wired that way. I'm curious from an alum. I'm sure you had a relationship of some sort with Chip when he was here. Does does any of that stuff still mean anything? Do you see Chip? Or, I'm kind of just curious from the alum and fan standpoint, Chip Kelly coming back to Otson given everything he had when he was in Eugene. I'll be respectful of Chip Kelly. <laughs> That's it. You know, hey, he's done, he, he did a lot for Oregon. I give him that. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> but after that, <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> Real subtle there, <laughs> Anthony. Real subtle. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we, we, let's next question. Ask <laughs> uh, how's Dan Lanning doing reaching out to former players? Is he doing a better job of that? <laughs> Dan Lanning's doing great. We go. love Dan Lanning. We, we, we get to go Dan. see. We get to go watch practice. We get to interact with the team. We get to do all the kind of things. We get to get involved yeah. uh, as alumni should. So, anyway, yeah, okay. Hey, hey Q, you, you could ask me how I feel about Gary Anderson and his Oregon State stop. We, we, can, we can do that. We can go down that route. I'll tell you how I feel about that. Hey, what's the, what's the, what's the film study been on Jaden Grant this year? He's, he's having a great year, man. That Oregon, Oregon State defense is pretty, pretty damn good. He, you know what? Jaden Grant is doing an excellent job of being aggressive. 
And that's what he was missing last year. He, you know, he, he wasn't – I think the question mark was, you know, can he play at the next level? Can he make those tackles against the big boys? He's only about 185 pounds, 190 pounds wet. Uh, but can he be aggressive? Oh, he is aggressive. He's flying up, making big-time hits. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a playmaker in the back end. Uh, he's a general back there leading the team. So, you know, I, I'm not – I'm not watching about. I'm not. I don't care about Oregon State. I'm just. Get, don't get it twisted. I have. I have. I have no love for Oregon State, but I am watching number three, Jaden Grant. Uh, yeah. Plus, um, my daughter makes me watch Jaden Grant. Makes, <laughs> makes me watch the games. So, <laughs> but, you know. So that there's a there's a there's a different story there in that whole deal. But uh, he's playing really good football, and he was just. It's funny. He was just here last night. We were talking and going over the game plan, and he was talking to him about. Uh, you know, they got kind of an easier game in the Buffaloes, yeah. you know, this 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 Saturday. But uh, it's it's fun to watch him play. It's it's really fun to watch him. You know, I love him to death. So he's doing a great job. Yeah, it's uh it's basically a pseudo bye week for them, and I'm gonna enjoy that. You have to be in attendance at that game when Oregon State beat you guys at the end of the year. That's gonna be fun. Um, oh no, wait, that hurt. Yeah, don't, come on, well, don't do I that mean, this early. It's it's gonna be awkward too, because it's gonna be like, oh, let me give Anthony a hug. I just beat his his team, and you're gonna be like, okay, I guess Jaden, here's a hug. I I hate you right now, but all right. It's all right. We all know this is, this, this is the beaver trash talk that comes in October. We all know how it Q, usually plays out. Q, can I ask you a, a UCLA-Oregon question here? I, I asked this to Dirt. Yeah. I'm curious your thoughts. Um, if UCLA succeeds in slowing down uh, Bucky Irving and Whittington, if they can slow the run game down, do you think Oregon can win this game through the air? Uh, yes, I can because there's one guy who also can run the football, and that's Bo Nix. Okay, because Bo Nix, anytime, and I know DTR for UCLA, he can run the ball as well, but Bo Nix is dangerous as, as a defender because, yeah, you stop the running game. They go, okay, let's stop the passing game. And then it's third and 15, and you look up, and Bo Nix is running down the field, and he's not only going 15 yards, you know, 20 yards, he's going the distance. He's going 50 yards for a touchdown. That is dangerous. So you've got to control your rush when you're trying to, you know, rush the quarterback. You've got to have a guy watching him uh, as a linebacker. Now you take him away from dropping back in coverage. And that hurts a defense. That, it, it's, it makes you nervous as a defensive coordinator when you have that type of quarterback that you have to defend. So they may stop the running game. But, you know, I look at it this way real quick. Yeah, the running game is, is stout for Oregon, and the running game is stout for UCLA. But UCLA has one running back. Oregon has about three running backs, including Bo Nix. Mm -hmm. So that you talk about depth. You talk about the fourth quarter. When you start to get tired, when you start to get exhausted, and you have to make a play, all of a sudden Oregon is fresh in the running game. they got a great offensive line that I'm going to lean on. The offensive line for Oregon is better than UCLA's offensive line. So I'm going to lean on them. I think it's going to be hard to stop the Oregon running game. you got you got three good running backs, and, and again, including Bo Nix, who can take care of business for four quarters of football. Not one or two, four quarters of football. Yeah, you want a fun experience, I'll tell you what. Walk around Austin Stadium with Anthony Newman. It's a, it's a fun time. Man. He is, that dude is the mayor of Eugene, Oregon, and uh, he's, he's, he's kissing babies and shaking hands with everybody. I feel, I, I feel like he's going to be shaking hands, and then he's going to have a moment pregame where he's going to peacock his chest out by the UCLA sidelines looking around like, anybody want to say something? Yeah, kind of strut around a little bit over there, you know. We did his... uh, yes, I'm going to do that. <laughs> hey, is the boot off, by the way? Are you walking? Are you full go? 
Oh, I'm walking, bud. I'm walking. Okay. Hey, right. hey. We're, 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 I'm strolling now. I got a little slow jog now. I'm good to go. I love Let's it, go. baby. I love it. I'm hey. strolling. Well, good luck tonight, buddy. Uh, good luck defending the Swigards. They're tough. They can be feisty on the football field. So good luck against that. And uh, thanks for, for getting up. Hopefully you can go back to sleep for a bit. And I'll see you down at Austin tomorrow. Thanks as always, man. All right, guys. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. Appreciate it big time. There you go. Anthony Newman. Uh, the mayor of Eugene, that's what we call him. He's down there. Everybody comes up and says hi to Anthony. Anthony, everybody comes and says hi to Anthony. Surely not so subtle there about uh, former Oregon Duck Yeah, coach. he doesn't have a lot of nice things to say about Chip Kelly. And a lot of that, I, it's from the alumni angle, where yeah. Chip Kelly had nothing to do with former players in nope. the past of the program. He couldn't have cared less about that. Could not stuff. have. And yeah. Taggart was the same way. So there's a lot of former players that are anti those guys. And it's, it's important for programs to have roots to their past. And because those guys laid the foundation where programs are at. And I remember when Lanning came in, it was a little controversial because you had some former players that argued, let's go get a former duck like Justin Wilcox. I think it's because of what you say right there. Sure, and there. that was part of it. Like, hey, let's get back to the roots of Oregon. But Lanning kind of understood the nuance around that when he was hired, and he immediately started. I asked Anthony about that this summer. He said it was the first thing he did. He started calling former players, wanted them to come down to practice, be around day in and day out, to teach the current guys what it means to be a duck. And so I think it's really cool how Lanning has handled that. And Chip Kelly clearly handled it in a very different way. Let's get to a couple of the college football notes, everything else going on in the weekend. Uh, Oregon State, Colorado, it's essentially a buy for the Bees, but what do we want to see from them? We'll dive into that coming up next. Spraying the line at the bottom of the hour. Back after this on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, welcome back in. That was a pretty thorough Oregon and UCLA preview, I would say. I think we hit every angle of that game. Side note, a little bit of a tailgate question for you. Yeah. Do you think tachos are better than nachos? Is, I don't even know. Is it like taco nachos? I've never had tachos. No, with tater tots. Tater tots. Oh, with tater tots. Instead of chips. No. Mm. No, not even close. Not even close? No. Have you had a tacho? I don't think I have, but I refuse to acknowledge that it's better than. (laughs) What kind of are you putting all the same nacho toppings on tater tots? Nacho, but with tater tots. So it's like salsa and sour cream and jalapenos and black beans melted. Yep. I've had that with like French fries. You've never had a tacho. No, I no, I didn't even know that was a thing. 
not I, I, I am surprised. Yeah, I've had like loaded French fry kind of things that are similar to that, where you get them all loaded. I, to me, I take the give me the chips. I'm not a big chili cheese fry guy. No, because I largely find that the chili that I get when I get the chili cheese is not chili that I like that much. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like eh, it's kind of a watered down product a little yeah. bit. Uh, how you guys feeling about your beeves tomorrow? Easy win, bye week for Oregon State. I mean, it should be. They, yes. You said this earlier, and I maybe you did mean it, maybe you didn't. You said very offhandedly, yeah, you win by a field goal, like just win. And and I'll tell you right now, come Monday, it's going to be a lot of Oregon-UCLA, a lot of, hey, did you see this? How about that? If Oregon State wins that game by only a field goal, that is an absolute conversation for me. That is not just a dismiss. They're 6-2 and two going into the bye. Even though they just look good against Wazoo and did something that none of us thought that they were going to do? Um, like does all is all yeah, that goodwill gone one week later? Then you're telling me you won a game you probably shouldn't by every pop probability metric in the Stanford game. You house Wazoo and then you barely beat the worst team maybe in college football. That's two or three games that make you kind of go ooh. Chance Nolan's not playing again. It's going to be Go Branson's show. This is a great chance for him to to air out some kinks and work on some stuff against a really bad team. Sure, because you know we thought Jebby was going to come back and he's never played again. So I don't at this point I don't know what to trust with college reports on injuries. If Nolan doesn't play, I don't I don't know when he's coming back. And so I think Go Branson needs to keep building confidence. That being said. Please even cover the spread. Like, I'm looking for them to win this 45-10. So you're disappointed in a three-touchdown win? I'm not disappointed in that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I want them to cover the spread. Yeah. And but, if they win by 18 or more, I'm still happy because it largely tells me they took care of business. But I love, a, like, a 45-10 just to sh- ass-kicking of Colorado. Well, and it needs, to be, it needs to be, like, 28-3 at halftime. Yes, I want that. So then Sign if, me up for that. If you get a backdoor because they put all the reserves in in the fourth quarter and Colorado, you know, backdoor covers, then whatever. Was it, was it Beavers you know, shouldn't be getting backdoored. Was it 45-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter? Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. That's what the tail slap is for. <clears throat> That's right. You slap it away. <laughs> Get out of there. Hey, hey, Colorado sucks, Get out man. Of there. They, they, that they... door's closed. <laughs> That's an exit only. <laughs> they're, they're not. Colorado is still drunk from celebrating the cow win. There, there's no. You said this earlier, too, and oh, it, I thought man. it was interesting. I, I will tout. The one thing I will tout Oregon State and argue with people about, that defense is legit. Yeah, it has been all year. It's crazy to think that that Washington State offense and that USC offense only scored the touchdown. Like, or three three total touchdowns. Like, it's crazy to think that that's what that defense was able to do. And so, like, tell me how Colorado scores more than 10. I just, I, 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 I don't see it. I just don't see it. So it should be a thorough beatdown of Colorado this week. I got chirped out on the drive at the uh, driving range yesterday by a Beaver fan for not taking the Beavs to cover the spread. Well, you should have. <laughs> You're an a-hole. <laughs> um, all right, let's take a look at the other games in college football. I, I tend to agree with you guys. I mean, I, I took or- uh, Colorado to cover just because 23 and a half is a big number, and Oregon State's going into their bye. Would I be surprised if they're up 35 to seven and then Colorado scores a touchdown in garbage time? Like that's why I took uh, Colorado to cover the spread. Oregon State is going to win that game tomorrow, and I see your point. I think three three is a little aggressive on my part of like, hey, no big deal if you only win by three. I do think we've reached the point though in the season where I don't really care about style points. Like just win. You're not going to be perfect every week. The conference is weird. Colorado just beat Cal. They were nearly a three-touchdown underdog in that game, and they won it outright. I'm not saying Colorado was all of a sudden a juggernaut. They suck, and Oregon State's going to win this game. I also just think that I've reached the point where it's like, I know Oregon State's a good defense. 
I know they can run the football. they got a decent offensive line, but they're also limited because their best target in their passing game is gone, and their quarterback position is limited. And so because of that, I'm not asking Oregon State to win any game 45 to nothing. Just go win. Win by two, three touchdowns. I'm totally fine with that, whether it's a little bit closer than you want. Win the game. Get to 6-2. and two, Bowl eligibility. Now let's go see how many more you can win after that. I would liken a win by a couple scores and only a couple scores. I would liken it to how you felt about Oregon Stanford a couple years ago, 21-10. Hey, 11-point win. That's a good win. No, they didn't play well. Like, if you win this game by 10, I'm still concerned. You should thoroughly beat down Colorado. They are awful. I'm not allowing a Cal win to suddenly think that they're this team that should come into Corvallis and do anything. I love it. Um, All right, a couple other games in college football this weekend. Uh, Before we get to Sprague in the line, get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080. Let's gauge our interest in the slate this weekend, boys. Uh, You ready for this? Iowa-Ohio State is your big game kickoff. No interest. That is a 30-point spread. I will not. Watch Iowa's that not game. scoring unless they get a defensive or some kick return or something. Right, o- offense is not going to score. How is that game not like forty nine to three? How does Ohio State not cover that spread? Ohio State, or excuse me, Iowa's not going to score more than ten points. I don't see it either. Is they, anybody going to hold Ohio State below forty in the Big Ten this year? No, not Iowa. Right, they're hoping that that game's like twenty seven to ten at half, and they feel good about themselves. We've had listeners texting in about the Alien A sportsbook being open, which is great because you can gamble on college there. I would hammer Ohio State if I was at Alien A. Uh, let's see here: Syracuse, Clemson. Any intrigue there? Nine a.m. Syracuse is undefeated somehow. The fight in Mike Lynch is going into Clemson. I'm I'm interested here. This spread has a lot of people betting Syracuse, which is something to keep a note of. But I largely believe Clemson wins this game. Okay. All right. Swag, any thoughts on that one? Uh, I, I will I check the score and see if, if Clemson comes out and they're up, you know, 17 nothing at the end of the first quarter, then then no, I'm not uh, checking it. DJ Ungalalele is having a good year, He's actually. To his credit, it was a slow start, a yeah. lot of worry. They thought they were going to switch. He's played a lot better the last couple of weeks. 17 tutties, 1,600 yards. I mean, if you compare compare that with Hooker at Tennessee, he's got 1,800 with 15 tutties. I mean, he's, DJ's having quietly a really good year for Clemson. I think they're going to keep it rolling. Okay, riddle me this, Batman. LSU is at home against a top-10 undefeated team, and they are a favorite. Yeah. LSU is a slight favorite over Ole Miss this weekend. Upset alert for the Rebels? I think it's upset alert. I still would take the Rebels here. I, I don't yeah. know how much I truly trust LSU and Brian Kelly. Uh, yeah, they're a favorite, but they're at home. I can see it, but I'm still going to lean Ole Miss. Okay, all right. Uh, 1230, you got Texas, Oklahoma State. There's a fun fact on this one. Texas, I believe, all time is 8-1 and one following the release of a Taylor Swift album. I guess Taylor Swift is coming out with a new album. I did not know that. Is this a different album? Because I know she's re-recording albums to own the masters of the new album. I cannot answer that question for okay. you. I know nothing about Taylor Swift. Texas is on the road at Oklahoma State after nearly losing last week to uh, what, Iowa State. I think they pushed him to the brink. Texas is a six-point favorite, 20 versus 11, 12-30 on ABC. Yeah, and Oklahoma State coming off of a blown opportunity. I mean, they 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 yeah. kept an argument to me they should be undefeated going into this game. They blew that lead against TCU last weekend. They're up like 14 nothing right out of the gate, weren't they? They jumped on TCU. This is the game of the weekend for me, outside okay. of Oregon, UCLA, it's Texas, Oklahoma State. Now, same kick time as Oregon. I'm going to have this on my iPad because I, I'm i fascinated to see if the Cowboys, the Cowboys are always this team. They're really stinking good, and they just can't quite get over that hump. They did it last year. I, I kind of want to see if they can do it this year. Quinn Ewers is coming in. I think that offense for Texas is feeling good. Uh, but Oklahoma State's getting points in Stillwater. That's, that's a little dangerous. That's, that's an interesting one. Uh, two more quick ones here, and then we'll get to spring in the line. Mississippi State, Alabama. Any worry about a hangover for Bama? Are we done on Mississippi State? 
I'm not going to dismiss Mississippi State from keeping this maybe a little closer than 21, the 21 points. That's a, yeah. Dude, that was an emotional, physical game yeah. against Tennessee. That's not an easy hangover to come in, and now you play a, a you know kind of a feisty Mississippi State team. I am looking forward to the 5 o'clock kick on FS1. That is Kansas State-TCU. TCU, slight favorite. Back-to-back tough games. Kansas State's a good team, man. Of all the indictments of Scott Frost, Adrian Martinez might be the biggest. He is not turning the ball over at all. He largely did that a ton at Nebraska. He's having a great year. Kansas State's a good story. Uh, they're continuing it. And TCU, I mean, talk about college football playoff. They, they kind of control their destiny here. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll win this game. I think Kansas State's going to keep it close. But another good opportunity for TCU to stay within the top 10. All right, we got listener sources on it. Taylor Swift, brand new album dropped this morning, 12 a.m. My teenage daughter stayed up and listened to it. It's actually go. not bad. So okay. there you go. All Hammer, right. Texas, I guess, tomorrow. There you go. Let's break the line. Get your fake sponsors in 503 250 1080. What are we gambling on this weekend? That is next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spraying the line. Spraying the line. Spraying the line. Spraying the line. Here we go, boys. Here we go. Spring line brought to you by Swag's Hockey Picks. They're very bad, but not as bad as a Spring football pick. <laughs> not my pick. What the hell was that, Swagart? If we pulled the audio, I do believe both of you were like, okay, yeah, Rangers, <laughs> Rangers. Yeah. 
And I'm sitting here like, I don't know anything about hockey. I've always hated the Sharks, too. I hate them even more now. Why do you hate the Sharks? Ah, screw the Sharks. Spray and Live brought to you by Deja Vu. Feels like we've been here before. It also feels like we've heard Spray give us these bad picks before. (laughs) Is that a Taylor Swift? Uh, No, that's our uh, multiverse conversation from earlier this week. Oh, yeah, a little Deja Vu throwback. I like that. Uh, Spray and Live brought to you by Swag. Spray's pick ain't nothing but a heartache, but Swag wants it that way. If you missed that earlier this morning, oh boy, oh boy, did you Swag miss something? Swag paid off the bet. He did, live on the air. Yeah. It's 6.30. Straight Line brought to you by Wanting It That Way. Wanting It That Way. When you can't take any more of the heartache and mistakes of Sprague's betting advice, remember, you wanted it that way. <laughs> Spring Line brought to you by Yusuf Nurkic. Maybe if Sprague spins around randomly, waves his arms wildly, falls over, and then whines about it, his picks could also be worth $70 million. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> That's well played. That's well played. That's I like that. Very one. well done. Uh, let's see here. Spring Live brought to you by the USC fan base. Just like a Sprague pick, it's someone else's fault that you lost your money. <laughs> Spring Live brought to you by the Backstreet Boys. Tell me why swag sucks against the spread. Tell me why. Uh, Spring Live brought to you by the alternate universe Sprague, where his picks actually make you money. Hey, how about that? There's a Sprague somewhere that's basically Kevin Todd. You're damn right, man. You're damn right. And uh, Sprague Line brought to you by Sprague's Food Takes because just like his tater nachos and bets, they're overrated and alone. Dude, tachos, Correct. well done. I'm going to put a poll question. <laughs> when perfectly done, is it better nacho or tacho? All right. See, tachos, you got to go to it. You, you need a utensil because oh, yeah. the potatoes they get, get all soggy. soggy. You got to have a I, fork. I, yeah, no. I want nachos where it's finger food. It's it's yeah. a raisin brand theory for me. You guys know my theory. Raisin brand's the best cereal when it's soggy. I'm basically like chewing. I'm out on soggy cereal I, smoothie. I don't, I don't like soggy food. Oh, I no love soggy. soggy raisin brand. All right, here we go, boys. Here's how it went last week. Uh, uh, Swag and I won the weekend with a two and one weekend. Yep. Uh, I hit on the Falcons and the Pats. Missed on the over in Kansas City Buffalo. Swag hit on Colorado State. Plus 11 in the under by the hair of his chinny-chin-chin in Baltimore Thank and you, New Saquon, York. Thank you, Saquon, for taking the knee. <laughs> Where did you pull Colorado State out of your butt? I, I was doing research. The five-star lock somewhere. Five-star lock. for sure was a BetQL five-star You know lock. who uses no research to make their picks? Us. This guy right here, okay? <laughs> this guy. It's all gut. It's all gut. You're like okay? Dick Vitale, the, <laughs> the bald dome index or That's whatever. That's right. I go with my gut, baby. Uh, KT also, by the way, was 2-1. and So we were all 2-1 and except for Sprague. So you suck, dude. Uh, Sprague hit on uh, the Pats. You miss on Kansas City, plus a three of the Jags, plus a two. Those are two really bad beats. Yeah, how am I doing at Pac-12 picks, though, huh? <laughs> You're killing it, Pac-12 picks. Uh, so here you go. Season standings, I'm in first 10-7-1. Uh, you, Sprague, and KT are 9-9. Nine and nine, mm. And uh, Jason Swigard, 7-11. So off the uh, win, the tee box is mine. I will start with the team that I want to bet on last week, and I'm going to bet on them again this week, and that is the Monday night football game. Uh, I know one thing about Bill Belichick, and that is he knows how to coach defense, and when he plays young quarterbacks, he eats them alive. I think New England's got the run game going. Their defense is dialed in. Uh, Ken Barkley gave us this, hammer the Pats in October. I'm hammering the Pats in October. The Bears stink. The line is 7.5. A A little concerning. I'm laying the big wood. Give me the Pats. Minus 7.5 against uh, Chicago. Uh, I like that pick a lot. I'm, I'm going to start with a favorite here. And I, I asked Ken this question. I prefaced it wrong in terms of how I'm going to pick this. I, I understand Atlanta at some point is going to not cover the number. I'm actually just taking the football side of this, not just that stuff 
Atlanta has the worst pass rush in the NFL. What's the one thing that's been concerning for the Bengals? Offensive line. Offensive line. I think this is a get-right game for their offensive line, feeling good. Atlanta just beat San Francisco. Now they go on the road. A little colder weather in Cincinnati. They're a dome team. Uh, I like this spot for the Bengals. I think they're feeling good off of their win against the Saints last weekend. Uh, it's at six and a half. I'm actually going to bite here. I'm going to take the Bengals minus six and a half. I just need Cincinnati to be middle of the road in the rush defense. And Atlanta has nothing offensively going for them. Their favorite prop in Atlanta, over under a half touchdown thrown by Mariota. That tells me they're entirely based on running. That's what the stats say. I think Cincinnati's defense slows it down. <laughs> and they have some good pass blocking. I'll take Cincinnati at home. Come minus on. six and a half. The goat's undefeated against the number. How uh, dare you? Swag you first pick. I will start in college football to the Pac-12 and maybe the least interesting game on the board, Stanford hosting Arizona State. Stanford laying three. Uh, I've seen some models uh, with this where they are uh, touchdown favorites in this. I got to think they've uh, – David Shaw has figured out now how his offense can go about scoring some points. Uh, Arizona State, I have no idea where their heads are at now. Going to a road environment that has no environment whatsoever. Stanford's good. I'm going to buy the half point. Minus two and a half. I will take the home Cardinal. Okay, minus two and a half for Stanford. By the way, we got a matchup in this one. We KT do. and Swag are directly against each other in that game. Head to head. You and know K- what they call that? Moving day. And KT, I don't believe, bought a hook. I, I think he got it at three. You mentioned the numbers at three. So you're taking the hook here for anybody that's going to tweet as like, why is there a different number in Stanford? Yeah, you're buying yeah. a half point, man. Those are within the rules. You can do it. Yep. Uh, pick number two for me, sticking in the NFL as always. And I'm, I, I don't like this, but I'm doing it anyways, baby, because I'm bold. And sometimes you got to be bold. The Green Bay Packers suck right now. They just lost to the New York Jets 27-10. to 10, Heineke, yes. I never thought that I would say. Uh, I actually like this bet a little bit less when I had found out that Carson Wentz was hurt and not going to play. Heineke <laughs> scares me a little bit more than Carson Wentz does. He's a bit of a wild card. But I just I have to believe in Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's done yet. The numbers haven't been great. Uh, they This is a bounce-back spot for them. Washington sucks. That team is bad on both sides of the football. And I think the Packers can bounce back. This is the Aaron Rodgers relaxed game. He's going to take some acid before it. They win by a touchdown. Give me Green Bay minus four and a half at Washington. Uh, I'm going to play a number bet here. Last week in Kansas City and Buffalo, the famous bet was over the 54 by a lot of people. And then we got a defensive slugfest with great quarterback play. Uh, I'm going to play an over number with the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, That number right now is at 48 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the over here. I I don't know if Kansas City is going to duplicate their defensive performance that they did against Buffalo. I think that's asking a lot of a team that largely has not been good defensively. And San Francisco's beat to hell. Bosa might play, but their secondary is beat up. And so I expect some points in this game. I like rooting for points. I'm going to take the over of 48 and a half. Okay, swag second pick. I will look at a number in the NFL. Interesting matchup. Lions are at the Cowboys. Uh, Dak coming back, uh, but we know the Lions defense stinks. They give up points uh, at will. So Dallas might get 40 on their own. If they do, then they'll let the, uh, the Lions will score late. Otherwise, if it's a dog fight, then it's because both teams are going up and down the field. So I like over 49 in this one. Interesting. Over in Dallas and Detroit. Okay, last one for me. I'm going to go with an over-under as well. And I feel like every week I ask myself the same question. Why don't I bet the under in the Bronco game? 
Why didn't I bet the under in the Bronco game? Well, you know what, guys? This week, I'm not going to make that mistake. Low number, my I'm man. I'm betting the under in the Bronco game. They're <laughs> playing the Jets. I don't think Zach Wilson is very good. The Jets' offense is not great. They won 27-10 to 10 last week, and it was because they blocked a punt. And so I don't think that's going to happen this week. Usually doesn't happen back-to-back weeks. The Broncos' offense is terrible. The Jets can really only run the football. Both defenses are, are stout and fantastic. Uh, hell, throw in a prop, no touchdown score. Let's get weird. Give me the Jets-Broncos under of 38-and-a-half on Sunday. Uh, I'm debating between an over in this game or the dog, and I think I'm just going to take the dog, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm also going to bet the over on myself. <laughs> Seattle's on the road. I think the Seahawks are barking this week, and they're coming off of a nice win against a divisional opponent. Uh, meanwhile, the Chargers are coming off one of the worst football games I've ever watched in my life. Should have bet the under. Chargers are beat up to hell. I understand that, and it's always hard to trust Geno Smith despite the great season he's having. I like the overplay here, but I'm actually going to take some points, and I can get this at Seahawks plus five and a half. I think the Seahawks could outright win this game. If not, Brandon Staley's a moron, and the Chargers win by a field goal. I'll take points when I can get them. Seahawks plus five and a half. Okay, swag. A last pick. I'll stay in the NFL. I am too curious about this Jets-Broncos game, but the Jets are getting a point. I don't know how the Broncos can be favored over anybody. That whole thing is about to implode. Uh, The Jets' defense might outscore the offense. You're right with the under. But if I'm getting a point and the Jets uh, have a clear advantage on some point in this game, I think they have figured out how to work an offense with Zach Wilson to not let him screw it up uh, running the football. I know the the front is stout for the Broncos, but I think they've got a system now that they trust. uh, And so I will take the Jets and the point on the road. Okay, that's a bold move. I like that. All right, here are the picks with the standings. A reminder. Uh, I'm in first 10, seven and one. I'm on the Pats minus seven and a half against the Bears Monday night. The Packers minus four and a half against the Commanders in the under of 38 and a half in Jets and Broncos. Sprague at nine and nine on the season. He's on the Bengals minus six and a half against the Falcons. The over in 49ers and Chiefs of 48 and a half. And he likes the Seahawks plus five and a half against the Chargers. KT, Kevin Todd, also nine and nine on the year. He's on Arizona State plus three at Stanford. The Cowboys. Minus seven against Detroit in Kansas State, plus three and a half at TCU. And then Swag at seven and 11 is on Stanford. So you got the head to head game there. Stanford minus two and a half against Arizona State. The Dallas Detroit over of 49. And the Jets plus one against the Broncos. Uh, Spring and Line brought to you by the songbird of our generation, Jason Swigard. He has better odds of singing, getting him laid than Sprague does of winning a bet this weekend. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, he is on. married. I mean, he, he's probably going to get laid. You got, you got those those low notes. Ooh, that twang in that voice. It was sexy. If you missed it, Swag paid off his bet. We'll have that up on our Twitter show page as soon as the uh, show is done here this morning. So keep an eye out for that once we wrap it up. Let's send you off into your weekend. Close it up next on The Fam. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. There you go, fist pumping your way into the weekend every single Friday. Yeah, if you missed it earlier this morning at, uh, I don't know, about 6.30 or so, our esteemed producer, Jason Swigard, uh, just started potting up some music, and all of a sudden it came out of nowhere. We were talking NFL. We were. And he just cuts in the middle of us, un- like not even telling us this is happening. Unannounced. And just starts singing Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and it was glorious. It was you know, delightful. You just, it's one of those things you just decide, okay, this has to end. And yeah. you just, okay, there's no time like the present. Just, so- somebody out there, go. Swag, <laughs> turned that go. radio and said, yeah, I wonder what the fan morning show's yeah. doing nowadays. Let me I, turn them on again. And right as they turn it on, ain't Sorry. But a and they were like, this is why I don't listen to this show. <laughs> These guys uh, suck, man. Just, just, It just had to be done. It did, and it was great. And if you miss it, well, you can check it on the podcast, and we'll put it up on our Twitter page here in a bit. Uh, once we're done this morning, I'm going to hang around and do a few other things, and that will be on my list today. We get a game three in the NLCS tonight. Who do we like? Musgrove versus Suarez like back pod, in Philly. I like the Padres. I like Mus- Musgrove's been in postseason mode from the very start. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Slam Diego here. You go Slam Diego? Yeah. I think I think that was a big game for them in game two to finally break through and, and get some runs on the board. They were struggling offensively going into that thing. And, you know, it took them a few innings. But once they got it going, they, what, they put up eight? Yeah. I'll take San Diego on the road for this. I think it's going to be a long series, so I think there's going to be a home loss for Philly. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I'll take San Diego. Some ebbs and flows. I will say this. like we're, you know, We don't talk as much baseball playoffs. You know, The Mariners are out. All of our teams aren't in it. I, I get that. So far, through two games in each series, they have been fantastic games. I, game one to me between San Diego and Philly was great. You had those two big home runs from Harper and Schwarber. Uh, game two was great because the Phillies jumped out earlier. Like, yeah, oh, my game God. Game two was great except for it taking four and a half It took hours, a long time. But... There's no doubt. But I thought both the first two games, the Yankees came up short. We didn't even talk about that today. Did you see they blamed the weather after the game? Aaron Boone said the roof was open, and that's why it Judge, was windy. Because yeah. Judge hit a ball that everybody thought was gone it in the eighth inning, yeah. and it would have been gone in one ballpark in the major leagues. You know what ballpark it was? The Yankee Stadium. The softball stadium they play in in New York. And so um, they blamed the weather last night, but both those games were terrific. Uh, game one and game two, and the Yankees are in an 0-2 hole going back home. That game three uh, is tomorrow. We get the Blazer home opener tonight. The Suns are coming to town. I'm excited for this one. The Suns are a fragile bunch, and uh, they have an emotional comeback win. I think Portland's just feeling good starting the season 1-0. and Are we on a Blazer money line bet tonight? What's the spread? They're, four Suns and five, a half. Yeah, four and a half, five. <sighs> See, the difference here is Sacramento was playing a four at the five. And that couldn't beat yeah, the small I'm, ball. I'm terrified what DeAndre yeah. is going to be able to do if Nurk doesn't get his head out of his you-know-what. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I will, I will love to bet against the Suns. I will take the Blazer money line here. I'll take the points. You're such a bum. <laughs> Plus 175, I think, on the money line. You're such a bum. Is where you're at. Uh, so, home opener tonight should be a lot of fun. And then, of course, tomorrow, I mean, it's going to... It's going to center around Oregon and UCLA, at least for me. I'm you know, heading down early in the morning. Pre-game show will be on 8 to 10.30, so make sure to tune in if you're driving down. Uh, I will not be wearing a toga. Are you guys going to be sitting on your couch wearing a toga tomorrow morning? I did not go to your university, so no. Toga. No. Toga. No. Did you ever go to a toga party in college? You guys ever do that? Yes. I went to a toga party. I didn't actually wear a toga. I got booed out of the party. 
Uh, we, oh. <laughs> uh, the brothers of Sigma Chi hosted one. There you go. Toga parties are fun. Yes. Yeah, no, it seemed like a good time, but when you show up without a toga, they don't... Yeah, why'd you go without a toga? you like, too cool for school, kid? You no, can't go to a... way too insecure. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't, have, didn't have the guns back then? Uh, well, I didn't have guns, and also the toga <laughs> I was provided was somewhat see-through. <laughs> and I had to walk to the toga party, so it was a little Oh, it would have been great, man. A chilly. would have been great. Oh, yeah. Millimeter Peter well, over here. <laughs> go show it off. There was nothing to show off. That was the worst part. Be proud of you. You are. Get some three hundred count sheets, yeah. my friend. Jesus, the hell's matter I'm with sorry you? I didn't grow somebody, up in Lake Oswego. Somebody give you cheesecloth? <laughs> what are you doing, Daddy? Wait. I need toga. You got some single ply over there? Come on, get some double ply. As <laughs> we're gonna swing shift just to be able to afford my rent. I'm sorry to go buy three hundred oh, stitch cotton sheets. I love it. Well, enjoy the weekend, folks. Oregon State, Colorado tomorrow night. Go take care of business. Get an easy layup. <laughs> what time's that game? Six o'clock? Six o'clock. Six o'clock. I thought it was five. Five o'clock. Five, six o'clock. <laughs> turn it. Should be over at six. Maybe if you turn it on at six, yeah, it's already 21 nothing. Beeves. You don't even have to watch the rest of the game. So uh, it's five o'clock. It is five o'clock, yeah. I was five right. O'clock, five o'clock kick. Swag, learn your kick time. Come on, Swag. God, giving us bad hockey bets, bad kick times. Figure it out over there. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, that'll do it for us, folks. Thank you so much for being a part of our Friday. It was a fun week. Uh, Have a great weekend. Enjoy the rain. Hopefully it gets rid of the fire and the smoke and all that. Things clear out a little bit. Should be fun. Come say hi down in Eugene if you're down there tomorrow. And uh, if you miss the Jason Swigard paying off his bet, keep an eye on our Twitter account, at Turton Sprague. Uh, It'll be cool for everybody else to be able to experience what we got to experience uh, this morning. Have a great weekend. Go check the podcast. We will talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Call us next. Listen to 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.